the children of the forest. Welcome to episode 33 of Children of the Force, a podcast about Star Wars by one adult and his two kids. I'm Al Nawatsky, the adult. I'm Mana and I'm nine. I'm Liam and I'm seven. All right. We're singing today. Yeah, uh-huh. so awesome. Episode 33. We have a lot to talk about Woo-hoo! because this is, uh, it's been a couple weeks since our last regular episode. A lot of news, a lot of big stuff. Like a certain movie's trailer. But we're going to get to that. But first, before we start anything, I have a couple corrections. In our last regular episode, I said that the Riverview had a balcony. It doesn't have a balcony, but it like kind of has stadium seating in the back. So okay. when you look at a okay. photo of it, it goes way back, like high up. So it kind of looks like there's a balcony up there, but there's not. So I just, as I was recording, or as I was editing it, I was like, is there actually a balcony? And I went and looked at some pictures. I'm like, no, I'm remembering that wrong. But anyway, I just want to, you know, I like to correct myself Mm -hmm. when I'm wrong. Did you edit it? I just left it in there because it was hard. I would, you know, I just, whatever. People make mistakes. It's okay. Um, Although I do edit out some mistakes sometimes. Uh, Yeah. Do that? I do quite a bit, actually. And it makes me sound smart. And it makes all of us sound a lot smarter than we actually yeah, are. Yeah, <laughs> so just, just I mean, Daddy said that I think one of the people who listened to this podcast sent him, like, a message saying, how do you get your kids to behave so well? And then um, and then he told us about that, and he was like, huh. no, it's just a lot of editing. So I, I'm, just, I'm just putting well, that out there. Well, it, it takes a lot of editing to make this podcast a good one. Although, honestly... keep that in now? Sure, we'll keep that in. But I have to say that uh, as time has gone on, I have had to edit less. Uh, it takes me not nearly as long as it used to to edit an episode. And I think that's because you guys, you know, you're really kind of learning how to how to do podcasts, which is pretty cool. You know, this is getting, yeah. Yes, congratulations to you. Um, one more correction. Well, not correction, but just a little thing that I thought was funny. When I was editing our last regular episode and I was editing the question and answer council section, I realized everything was sounding familiar to me and I couldn't pin why. And I looked back at our old show notes and sure enough, we repeated a question at our question and answer council. We did? Yes. What question Anna, was that? Anna, you asked, what's your favorite alien character in the force awakens? And, uh, and we already did that one. We did? <laughs> yeah, we did. Oh. I don't remember what episode it was now, but I looked back and I found it, and I just thought it was funny. But I kept it in there because uh, it kind of spawned an interesting discussion, I but think. But were they the same answers? They were very similar. Because uh, remember, we started singing about Chewie and Maz kissing in a worsher tree? Oh, yeah! Remember that? That was so funny! Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> so that was, it was only like, what, Five episodes ago, probably. I think it was like 28 or something like that. Anyway, it's, yeah, it's fine. Not not a big deal, but I just thought, you know, uh, people might have caught that. They might have said, wait a second, you already did that one. But it's fine. Speaking of question and answer council, uh, listener Asher, who had sent us a uh, voicemail uh, a while ago, he was the one oh, who yeah, gave us that. a... Like, the rating of, of like 230 yeah, yeah. or something. Yeah. Uh, anyway, he sent us a question for the question and answer council, but we're going to get to that later in the episode. For now, we should talk about Star Wars-y stuff. So, Yay! what is the big Star Wars-y stuff we've been up to this last week, kids? Well, there, we got the Force Awakens Blu-ray, and we were just looking at it, and we watched a few. We watched a table read and Crafting Creatures, which mm-hmm. are two of the behind-the-scenes. Yeah. Awesome! Well, what um, else did we watch? Awesome! What else did we watch, Liam? We, um, we watched the movie twice, I think. One mm. and a half times. Yeah. We started watching it, and then we ended in the middle, and then we watched it again with um, mm. your... Um, More stuff. With our uncle and your brother. That's right. That's right. We also watched the trailer of... Rogue One. Yeah, Rogue oh, One. Oh, yes. We're, we're going to get to that. We're going to get to that. Epic. Epic. We're gonna, 
epic. We're going to get to that. Okay. We'll get to that in a little bit. Uh, <laughs> yes, it was. But we'll we'll talk about that in just a little bit uh, in the news section. But uh, yes, also we watched the first two episodes of the season five finale, uh, Clone Wars season five finale arc, the Ahsoka on the run arc. Oh, yeah. Um, that was good. And, and you guys, you guys have seen those before. I forgot it was... You I did forgot forget. it was the... Ahsoka on the run mm-hmm. because I forgot I the beginning. Totally. And then when I saw <laughs> them in the tube, yep. and I was like, and I saw Ahsoka looking down uh, at the oh. ships. I was like, okay, that's Ahsoka on the run arc. Mm-hmm. I totally knew it then. Yeah. I I've had that memory since yeah. I I watched it. When she jumps. Yeah, when she jumps Down at the, the end of the yeah, second episode. The different, the level <laughs> thing, yeah. And this is one of the things that you guys, you've already seen. Um, now, we are working our way through the Clone Wars, but there were select select arcs in Season 5 that I could not wait to show you. So you watch those before watching most of the Clone Wars, actually. So it's been a while since you've seen it, but anyway, it's fun to watch it again, especially considering what we just saw at the end of Season 2 of Rebels, and that's all I'm going to say about that. Because I don't think everybody listening has seen Rebels yet. So, Neither. Um, so, yeah. So, anyway, we're almost done with Clone Wars. Um, but really quick, I wanted to give six. a shout-out of uh, congratulations to Ian and his mom for finishing the whole series. They just finished it a couple of days ago. And uh, we've been kind of taking our sweet time with it. So, I think we have about 15 episodes left right 13 episodes in season six plus those two i know it's gonna be sad we can always go back and watch them though pick out our favorites watch them again we have to watch lightsaber lost again to remind ourselves of what a Torellian Django jumper looks like, because I remember we learned. What she looks like because because I I saw her, you know, in Rebels Recon. In Rebels Recon, I right. I saw her. Yep. I, I have a picture of her in my hand. She has uh-huh. like a high ponytail. Yeah. She's really skinny. Mm-hmm. Um. And she's awesome at jumping. Yeah, she's also jumping, and she's, she's orange. So we found the same type as um, two pistols, one long range gun, um. Um, um, <laughs> she has a, um, she's a bounty hunter, she oh. has a vibra blade, uh, Oh, I you think that, um, Aura Yeah, Aura Oh, Aura is Jango not Jango a Torellian Jango Jumper. She's not? No. How, she's white skin, she has those things. <laughs> yeah, she's a... She's, she's, a, she's like an altered human, I believe. She's technically a robot human. Because she doesn't have little had this implants little in, in her in, brain. Yeah, because yeah. it's an antenna. Anyway. It's an antenna. Anyways, we also learned oh, that um, one of the inquit. Sorry, I cut you off. What were we gonna say? Um, speaking of speaking of antenna, mm-hmm. your antenna's bent. <laughs> what if that oh, happened in Clone mm-hmm. Wars or something? Yeah. When like someone bent bent or sings antenna somehow. Oh yeah. Like stepped on her head or something. Mm-hmm. And then, and then someone walked up to her and was like, your antenna's bent. And then they plucked it off her head. Oh, gosh. And that fixed was, it. And then ah, put it back on. <laughs> oh, come on. Yes. All right. Anyway, speaking of Django jumpers, we learned in Rebels Recon, right, that the eighth brother, the an inquisitor, brother. an inquisitor, well, that was the species the, of the that new, inquisitor. The new one. The new one. The new, the new one, yes. And we had, uh, I had thought that it was uh, a Lasat. I was wrong. So anyway, yeah, I didn't. Always think fun to. I didn't think that it was Lasat. No, you didn't think that. No. Anyway, you um, did. Well, you, you know, jumped to conclusions. I did. I jumped to conclusions. Like you I Django, I Django jumped to conclusions. Yeah, you Django <laughs> jumped. <laughs> all right. So, all right. So in our Star Warsy stuff, we're gonna continue uh, our read through of that article called Resistance, Caring, and Masculinity, The Feminist Message of the Dudes in the Force Awakens by Kate Bennion over on The Mary Sue. Last week we read about Poe and how nice Poe was and how he wasn't uh, kind of a sexist jerk, sort of like Han was. That's what um, I was going to say, except so, I didn't want to say it. That's okay. I loved it too. It's okay. It's okay. We can, we can criticize and still love. So this time is, uh, well, it's about Han. So let's read what uh, what she has to say about Han. Meanwhile, there's no boys club in the Millennium Falcon. Han straight up offers Rey a job, proving you can be gruff without being sexist. 
He doesn't domineer Leia or feign coolness when it comes to her or their son, thereby evading the all-too-common trope of an uncaring father. So she's saying he doesn't seem uncaring. He seems like he cares, right? He could have just been like, whatever, I'm done with him, right? But instead, you can tell he really does care. And he doesn't pretend to not care, right? That's kind of what she's saying. She goes on to say, instead... Invested in parenthood, he meets his son and goes to his death with love, with kindness, and forgiveness. It's not a fight, not a showdown. It's not noon at the OK Corral. His last gesture is to touch his son's face, even in the face of violence. Actually, you know what? I'm going to stop. Because you guys have been closing your eyes during the moment but when you, Han you, dies. You told us and, that he touched his and, face. And I, I think, saw that the first time. I and I know, you, I know you did. And I know you might continue to close You might continue to close your eyes. I understand. Um, but there is that moment that I feel... I, I, if you want to close your eyes, I totally understand. But I think it is important to remember what happens during that moment. That he does reach out I, and I, lovingly touch I his son's face. Well, I saw that once. Yeah, I know. And you'll never forget it. And I'll never forget it. All right. (laughs) So so she says his last gesture is to touch his son's face. Even in the face of violence and betrayal, Han demonstrates genuine physical affection and vulnerability towards his son. In an honorable, admirable act, he makes himself vulnerable for the sake of Ben and Leia, for his family. So... So yeah, I like that. Han's a great person. And Han, yes, and you know, uh, people can change, right? And it seems like Han kind of found his his heart. His heart. Um, his heart. And we his saw heart. him finding his, his heart. heart for Leia. His we heart for Leia. Sure. And we <gasps> saw him. We saw him finding his heart in the original trilogy. And I'm glad that 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 character arc kept going. Right? He kept, you know, uh, finding more heart. Right? I really like that. Uh, let's see what other. Star Warsy stuff. Liam, uh, a few days ago, you cosplayed as a Sith who killed Luke Skywalker and stole his lightsaber, didn't awesome. you? You, tr- you dressed it's all up in so... black and you got Darth Vader's cape on, and 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 I got I have this um, blade builder's Luke Skywalker's lightsaber. Mm-hmm. If you've seen that, there's this little hole so you can stick something in and then put another lightsaber on it. Mm-hmm. Blade builders, mm-hmm. and I. Stuck a paper clip through there mm-hmm, and bend it hole. all uh, through the little hole, and mm-hmm. I bend it all up. Yep. Then I stuck this part in my pants. Yep. You stuck part of it in your pants. <laughs> and it <laughs> and, it, and it was hanging. Yeah. And it stayed on so well. It does. It does. It looks really cool. It is. And it allows you to use you know force lightning and all that stuff and run around without having to hold the lightsaber and you just pick it up when you need it, right? Yeah. Yeah. And it's also very easy to put on and put and take off. Awesome. So I thought that was pretty fun. Uh, I, I posted that up by myself. You did totally on your own. Uh, I posted a photo of of you as this Sith on Instagram. That's something I haven't really talked about on this podcast. So I thought I'd just throw it out there. If anyone wants to follow me over there, I am Al underscore one B. I'm an Al one B droid. It's um, awesome. <laughs> so A L underscore one B. Yes. And I don't do a ton on Instagram, uh, but we did just post a video birthday greeting to Daisy Ridley on there, which mm-hmm. was fun. So speaking of social media, I thought we could do something kind of fun because I, when I'm writing show notes, what I do to kind of remind myself of the Star Wars-y stuff we've been up to is I usually go to my Twitter because a lot of times I'll just write whatever we're doing Star Wars related on Twitter. So I was thinking it'd be kind of fun to do like a best of our Twitter feed segment maybe every once in a while. Anyway, so uh, here's just some things that we've done on Twitter. And this is also for people who maybe don't do social media, right? And there's things that we post on there that I think people might find interesting or funny. And I thought we could just... uh, go through and do a few of those things. So th- for this first one, Liam, do you want to uh, play the part of Ray? Yeah, sure. little, For this first tweet that sure. I did? Okay. So Kylo says, oh, because we were watching The Force Awakens and I kind of thought this would be funny. So, uh, so Kylo says, you need a teacher. I need a student. Hux could be my teaching assistant. Snoke would be our principal. I homeschool. and then uh anna you said when we were watching the force awakens it's it's so sad we'll never get the joy of watching this again for the first time yeah yeah 
So, uh, something else on Twitter, uh, with this Rogue One trailer coming out, which we're going to talk about very soon, uh, I was thinking about the fact that there's a female lead again for this movie, uh, which is awesome, and I thought, oh no, this means there's going to be a Where's Jin hashtag on Twitter, because Hasbro's not going to make enough Jin action figures, and they'll probably make, you know, action figure sets with all the men and not Jin, and that's ridiculous. And I was like, oh, I wonder if anyone has done a hashtag Where's Jin on Twitter. And sure enough, tons of people have, because everybody's expecting Hasbro to fail. Rightfully so. So it's I so I just said looks like people are getting ahead of the game with where's Jin? Don't screw this up again like you're still doing with Ray, Hasbro. <laughs> so hopefully they don't screw it up. Don't screw it up. If you listen to this, please just please make a Jin Air so action figure. And make many of them so that when people go to the yeah, store to buy one, yeah. they can actually find one. And make many Ray ones too. I know you're getting better at that, but still. No, they're. I don't know how much better they're getting. I haven't seen one at Target since Force Friday. I. So. I think. <laughs> and even then, there were like three of them, and they sold out like that. So, so please do that, Hasbro. Yeah. And um, I the only scene, the only Ray I've seen. Mm-hmm. The literally the only ray I've seen mm-hmm. since the Force Awakens came out, yeah. and even before, yeah, when the um characters came out, mm-hmm. I haven't seen Ray at all except once Which one? with her speeder, right? And then she's got the mask on that she can't you can't take it off, yeah, yeah, and you have yeah. to pay over double the amount if you want that ray action figure because a regular figure is about eight dollars, nine dollars, and that one is that with the speeder is 20. So yeah, not not cool. But anyway, speaking of Rogue One, let's head on over to the news. So we got a Rogue One trailer, and I thought we could just watch it and talk about it. Yeah. Shall we? Let's do it. Yeah, let's just do it. Let's do it. Let's just do it. All right. It's awesome. It's awesome. It is awesome. Do you, do you mind if I just say, say along with it? Oh, I don't think you need to. Okay. State your name for the record. Jin Asa. So Asa. I think we'll just end up pausing it and talking about it as we watch it. We've watched it many times. I have to assume the people who are watching this or listening to this have probably watched it also. Mm-hmm. So, um... What do you think about the name? Daddy. Jin Erso. It's Jin Erso. I just heard it right she now. She has an accent, Liam. Oh, we've I we've been it. we've been debating how to pronounce this name. Okay, play that over again. It's spelled E R S O. Jin Erso. Her Erso. last name. Erso. Jin Erso. Jin Erso. Jin Erso. There's no R. Yeah, but okay. So with a British accent, a lot of the times the R doesn't get pronounced. So if we wanted to... We were also debating on Jin and Jin. No, Jin and Jen. Jin or Jen. I think it's... They thought... You and Anna thought it was Jin. And Mm -hmm. Mommy. I thought it... And Mommy, yeah. I thought it was Jen, but now I think it's Jen. Okay. So someone is asking to state her name, right? State your name. And then that same person says... Forgery of imperial documents. Possession of stolen property. Aggravated assault. So that person is listing her crimes, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the more I've watched this trailer, the more I think that person is an Imperial talking. Okay? But, and, and he's listing her crimes against the Empire. So it, does she get captured by the Empire? And then maybe there's someone in the Empire who... Cause she, I think she had handcuffs on. She did have handcuffs on she when she's walking into this rebel base. That's a good, that's a good point. So, yeah. so... It, it reminded me of a little bit of, uh, or, or I have this idea in this in the Poe story, the Before the Awakening Poe story. He actually um, did something against the New Republic. Not against, but he, he, he failed to follow orders, right? Because he was trying to find out about the First Order, okay? And they kind of made him think like they were going to arrest him. But instead, they introduced him to Leia, right? And... He can become part of the resistance now because he's shown how much he cares about, 
you know, protecting the galaxy. Mm -hmm. So I wonder whether or not the rebels have this fake Imperial court that they set up. Right. Mm -hmm. And then they see, like they say, well, we'll give you a deal, join the empire and we won't put you in prison. And then if someone says, okay, I'll fine, I'll join the empire. Don't put me in prison, please. Then that person is not fit to be a rebel. Right. Yeah. But if someone says, you know, no, I don't care. I'm not not joining the empire. No matter what, you can put me in prison for the rest of my life. I will never join you. Then the rebels know this person is fit to be in the rebellion. Right. Mm -hmm. Maybe, I don't know. It could be a way to find people who are really dedicated to the cause, but as we see later in this trailer, she doesn't seem too happy with this specific rebel leader, right? She does it? Well, when she says, yes, sir, it doesn't seem like she's too happy with him. Like she's kind of skeptical. You're right? good with the accent. Oh, well, thank you. Yes, sir. So let's, let's keep watching here. So I she was, yes, sir. oh, well, that was even better. Yes, sir. Right. Sure. So... <laughs> So she's led through this rebel base, which sure looks like it's on the Yavin 4, right? Mm-hmm. It's the Yavin 4. I mean, this is even... Outside, look, outside. and this is the this is the battle, like, when, when they were attacking the Death Star, this table that they're standing around, that Mon Mothma is standing at, this is the table that Leia was standing at with Dodonna, who I believe is behind the, uh, behind the oh, yeah, line, the, the green lines there got the big white beard right that mm-hmm. kind of looks like general dodonna anyway so this is definitely yavin it's got to be yavin yeah i mean it, it pretty much the, has to be look at the um like root inside the roots too yeah yeah, yeah it's yavin yep. yep. that has to be yavin so so here we have mon mothma who is played by the same actor who played mon mothma in revenge of the sith but her scenes were cut so she's in the deleted scenes of revenge of the sith and her name is Genevieve, uh, Genevieve O'Reilly. And, of course, it's not the same actor who played her in Return of the Jedi, who is Caroline Blackiston. Um, but she sure looks a lot like her, which is pretty awesome. Um, I mean, that looks like Mon Mothma, right? Yes, And And this clothes that she's wearing, and even the necklace and the, the kind of laurels that she's wearing are on her, on her robe are like exactly the same as in Return they of the Jedi. They are the same things that she wears in the Return of the Jedi. They use the same um they use the same really? things in real life. Oh, I think you they know, recreated. we watched it behind the scenes. Mm. We watched it behind the scenes um creating creatures. Mm-hmm. And they made Chewbacca exactly like it. They used the exact same materials. Sure. And he looked exactly like the same Chewbacca. Yeah. That's probably what they did with that. They just made the same materials and they they figured out, they did some research on how to do it, and they did it exactly like they did it. That's more than likely the case, Anna. But Liam, I mean, it's it's possible, I guess, that they actually have the same, like they kept that in really good condition and she's wearing the same thing. My guess is they probably just did a really good recreation of it. Yeah. So here we have Mon Mothma talking. Let me see and it up she close. is saying... What's on the necklace? On your own from the age of 15. Reckless, aggressive, and undisciplined. This is a rebellion, isn't it? Boom. I rebel. Yeah. I exactly right. <laughs> and then and then Mon Mothma just looks down like <sighs> Yeah. <laughs> the look that Mon Mothma gives is just like, priceless. Oh man. Yeah, she's like, ugh, this girl. So <laughs> on her own since the age of fifteen. I wonder why. Reckless. Why is she on her own? What happened to her family? Did she have a family? She did. Why is she on her own? I don't know. She, I think she did. My theory is the Empire took her away. That's why she joined the rebellion. That could be. Sounds kind of like Ezra. Yeah. Yeah. And you know how Ezra is. What do you think of this music? It's good. Vomp. 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 Right? I mean, it's it's a little more kind of like... Is it? From Power like a really kind of crunchy, right? Like grunk. No, grunk. it's not. It's not John Williams. It's not. Okay. Um, but it's possible that this is not music from the movie. But I think this might be new music, um, and it's Alexandre Desplat, who is the composer. Oh, for was Rogue he One. supposed to be? 
the person who was doing the music for The Force Awakens, but then they switched back to John Williams? No, John Williams was always the person for The Force no, Awakens. No, I, I thought you I thought you said that someone else was willing to be taking over The Force Awakens. I remember in one of the episodes you were saying, uh-huh. how excited are you that someone else is going to be taking The Force Awakens? And I, like, from one to ten, I said, like, three to five or something like that. Because I was, I, was, I was sad that another person was going to take mm-hmm. over the music. We, we, but were, we were talking about no. Rogue One. We were we talking were? about this movie, yeah. We were? Yeah, it was a while ago that we knew. I do not remember. Yeah, that's okay. Um, so you weren't too excited, but I think listening to the music here, if we can assume that this is the new composer, I'm fine with it. Me too. I'm um, proud with it because I love the music. Yeah, and this this shot of this star destroyer in front of the Death Star, where it looks like it's just space behind the star destroyer, right? But then as the shadow recedes, we see it's the Death Star, right? Yeah. Wait, but how and do they? How does that work in space? Actually, like in Star Wars. How does what work? No, I mean like. Like, in, why does it look like, like we're looking at in, stars? Yeah. Oh, those stars are actually lights of the Death Star. But well, as why the does shadow it start showing up. Because it's in shadow, right? That part of the Death Star is in shadow. That is the lights from the Death Star? Yep. So as we watch the shadow recede because the, the big right dish is getting put into place. The major weapons test is imminent. Right. We need to know you see? what it is and how to destroy oh, yeah. it. Oh that's so cool. Yes. Yes. So it seems like there's a little bit of a disdain kind of dripping off of that yes, sir. No? The way she looks at him, it's kind of like, mm hmm, sure. Yes, sir. You know, like, uh, Mm -hmm. no? I don't know. For some reason, it seems like she doesn't like him. How they make the lights in the background. Yeah, well, they're just out of focus. But yeah, what what if she thinks about the rebellion the same way Kanan did when they first kind of joined up at the beginning of season one? Or season two, I mean, where he really didn't trust a military establishment, right? He, he didn't said trust. He wanted to leave, right? Because he didn't like being part of an army. And I, I think maybe think she might be the same way. Like because... I think I was thinking about the Anakin comment because Anakin oh. said he wanted to leave. But Kanan also said that he wasn't sure he wanted to fight with the rebellion. He didn't like, you know, having to follow orders or having to be part of this military machine, right? Because that's kind of what the Empire is. Mm -hmm. So maybe she's skeptical of the military machine that is the Rebellion. Even though the Rebellion is kind of like a a ragtag group. I mean, it's not like they're really... Honestly, I can't believe I'm saying this. Yeah. But, I mean, I don't think the Rebellion and the Empire military are too different. They both fight Mm -hmm. for what they think is good. Sure. The difference is that... Even though the Rebellion... The rebellion is fighting too. So how is that g- the good side? Because they're fighting too. They're making war. Well, that's a good question. Is there ever a is there ever side. a good is there ever a good reason to go to war? Okay. There never is a good reason to go to war. Well, unless I... like unless the so other side has gone rebellion. to war with you and you want to you want it's only in self defense. <laughs> it should be only in self defense. Okay. Self defense. So. The rebels actually respect other people. And for the Empire, they don't care about the individual. They don't care about people. They just want order. And they don't care how many planets they have to blow up to get it. I mean, they've destroyed an entire planet. So, I think it's pretty safe to say that the Rebellion destroying the Death Star was the right thing to do. Even though there were a bunch of people killed on that Death Star. If that's the only way to stop it. And stop them from killing, you know, blowing up another planet with billions of people on it. Then it's, you know, it's a tough call, but okay. it's a dirty, dirty I'm business, you know. Going to correct you. Yeah. Not people, mean people. Anyway, so she says yes, sir. And then we have the alarm, which is annoying. It's pretty annoying. I gotta say, I mean, oh, that's loud. But some pretty cool images here. Yeah. So who do we think this guy is saying? What will you do? This this Forest no Whitaker, idea. right? He I seems like no some idea. sort of a. I want you to pause the thing on the. Oh, you want to back up, Liam? The... Yeah. You really like this <laughs> image of, or not like, but 
you really wanted to see this image of uh, the rebels One guy we captured. Don't One guy we don't know. You think we know the other two? Oh, no. Who are these guys? These rebel pilots in orange. No, we don't know any of them. I don't think we know them, but they're kind of being paraded through the street in handcuffs here. So they're kind of running through a tube here. And now we have the guy with the with the awesome. with the pole. I don't like the guy with the pole. The guy with the staff, I don't right? Like, that, like the guy with the pole. So Liam, explain to me why you don't like that there's a person with a pole fighting a stormtrooper. Okay, one criticism. Mm -hmm. I have more. Okay. Why is he walking into there with a pole and the and the stormtroopers have their guns pointed down? Oh, like why are they letting him walk out yes. with his pole? That's a good question. That's a valid question. Do you see in the background? It's a crashed X-Wing. Yeah, it's a crashed X-Wing. Oh, you saw, you saw that already? I saw that. Okay. I saw that. So that might be, you know, this might be What's whatever the village were. What's that doing in the back, talking to the villager? Well, maybe just keeping the villagers away from something. I don't know. Okay, I have another criticism. Another criticism? Why doesn't he have a vibroblade? Why does he have a staff? He should have a vibroblade, a gun, a lightsaber, something else. Oh my else. gosh, Liam. <laughs> Sniper rifle. So, so annoying so that... when you say stuff like that. <laughs> oh, you said like... A stolen like, E-11 like, or something. Like, Liam. Double <laughs> detonator, why not? Liam, you're like, when Ray's fighting, um, when Ray's fighting Kylo Ren in the forest, you were like, she's fencing, it's supposed to be light. Saber fighting. I yell at I'm that. just getting tired of it. Fencing? She was, said, she was like going like that. Oh. I said, why is she just jamming her lightsaber like that? That's not how lightsaber fighting works. Oh. She probably doesn't know. That's not what she does with her staff. Oh, that's she, interesting. That is literally not what she does with her staff. She, she like swings it around and hits. Sure, people. but lightsabers are different, right? I mean, like she the wants guy, to keep like that. that guy's staff. That's how that's how Ray does it. Yeah, but she wants to keep that blade away from her, right? I mean, if she's not used to fighting with a lightsaber. And and when you and I fight, Liam, what's the easiest way for me to hit you? I you, stab you with it. <laughs> no, you just, you get your lightsaber, yep, you yep. hold it, it's just, fa it's facing me. Yep. You just rock towards and me just and walk run, toward you. you just run towards <laughs> me and I'm like, oh, dude, 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 yeah, move, yeah. move. It's hard to hit ah! out of the way, isn't it? But, but when you're doing that, you have attack. Not defense. Mm. So I can just I could just flip around you and stab you in the pack. Mm, good point. Anyway, so this guy looks he appears to be blind. Okay, his okay. eyes in and in, in the Rogue One uh, he has the photo. Did I see that? He has I did not see that. That guy has the force then because he's well, super good with that staff. Or maybe he's just he just can hear really well. So there's when we look at this old Rogue One cast photo that they released, um, oh yeah, he uh, is blind. We can see him with the we can see him with the staff sitting here, and it looks like he's blind. He's blind. Yeah, it does look like that. So uh, some people have have theorized that this is Kanan. Eh, it doesn't really look like. Kanan. Oh my gosh! <laughs> I, okay, now no. I can, I, can I just say it. Yeah, sure. I hate that theory. Oh wow! Here he is hitting the stormtrooper. We don't know what happens after that, Liam. Maybe all the stormtroopers fire on him. All right. If you continue. To so, fight, who do we think this person is? Now we got Crimson Guards. Darth Vader. You think Darth Vader? But he's got a hood no. on. No. So we have this black Darth figure Vader. walking into a room. Where the? And that is not like a hologram. That's not a hologram kind of thing. That looks more like a back to tank, right? But it, no one's inside it. We don't know. We don't know. It's all lit up. And there's Imperial Guards, which usually means the Emperor's there. So could that be the Emperor? If that's the Emperor, who is he bowing to? Who's he kneeling down to? He's not kneeling. You know, you don't think he's kneeling? Look, he's going down. Or is he oh, walking? Now he's yeah, kneeling. see, he, he looks like he's kneeling or. Yeah. So, hmm, interesting. Maybe that's like his light is. um. His like force source or something, or oh. helps him with his force lightning or something. Oh, it's like a big battery and that he, the emperor walks up to and sucks the force energy out of it. Yeah. Uh, that would be really weird. Well, I don't think so. Or he has this, really this like special it. weapon where he takes the force out of someone 
and he puts it in there. Mm, oh, wow, that'd be cool too. I think so. I don't know if the emperor is going to be in this. I, I doubt he will be. Could Me this too. be like one of the last inquisitors, maybe? Because we know it that there's not be really Vader with a hood around. on. He never has a hood on. Vader never has a hood Are on. Are you sure that's a hood? We can't see any cloth. Yeah, but that's a hood. That's not Vader's mask. We know that. It's not I his guess. helmet. And also, there's not a hood. Um, down there, just resting on his shoulders. Yeah. So, that needs to be a... But yeah, no clue. Yeah, so... Now play it. But interesting. I kind of thought that we weren't going to be getting any sort of force use in this movie, but there's a lot of rumors out there that Vader's going to appear in the movie. Who knows? Could yes. be true, couldn't yes. be. Yes. Uh, I kind of don't want to know, to tell you the truth. Um... I don't. I hope but, he's not. I hope he's not. What if the Crimson Corsair is in here? The Crimson Corsair? Yeah. That'd be kind of cool. That'd be weird. That would I be weird. I have no idea I don't who know. the Crimson Corsair is because I have not read those books. The guy with the red mask. I know. Captain Sidon Ithano. That guy? The one that oh. Finn's going to go off with. Yep. Oh, yeah, that guy. Yep. <laughs> yeah, I don't know okay, if he'd be yeah. around at this point. Remember, this is before A New Hope, so it's... Quite a few years, like 35, 36 years before The Force Awakens. So, all right, let's keep watching. What will happen? What will you do if they catch you? If you continue to fight. Is he? Is he? Is he getting forced out there? No. Jen also has two guns. What will you become? What will you become? Why does she have the the bad guy symbol? Why does she? She's dressed in an imperial. In the, uniform. Back, in the new Imperial uniform. You think it's new? new? Is that it's new? new. Uh, that could be like an Imperial gunner, I think is what people have said. Oh, but then it looks yeah, like she yeah. has some kind of weapons in her backpack, sort of. Oh, vibroblades. Are those vi vibroblades? <laughs> you, you're all about the vibroblades today. You're like all vibroblades. about yeah. weapons! I love vibroblades. But I'm not! I love I Tone love it down, big deal. Fine. <laughs> So Liam, you want to go that, back to see if he's going to... I think he he is just speaking in a really serious kind of tone. Also, but, but there's some... Will you become, pause, become? Oh, yeah. I mean, who knows? He could be getting forced. I don't or think so, though. I could be making fun of his accent on no, accident. No, I mean, I've, I've seen I've, Forrest Whitaker in other things. That's not how the actor talks. Um, but it does look like he has some stuff kind of up by his neck. Like maybe he has like a breathing okay, apparatus or something. Well, let's let's go here, and we're gonna watch. Okay. See, he's got this thing up on his neck, and I think there is a rumor out there that he's some sort of like, he's got like a like a. He's Bob. He's kind of like a cyborg, right? Like he's got a lot of machinery helping him to live, so it could oh, be that that maybe. that makes yeah. it hard for him to talk. Right, like, or yeah, that makes it ta him talk more, like that. Right? Or maybe there's a piece that's than missing. Robo, more robot than man. More, yeah, more machine than man. I don't. Maybe. I don't maybe know. that's just his voice because he's half robot. I think that that's could be. Or, I think that's just his. He just has a horse voice. Sure. Or I think there's a piece missing of his robot voice box. Mm. I think you guys are jumping to conclusions. I don't think there's really anything to look at here. <laughs> Honestly, I think that's just his voice. <laughs> that's probably true. <laughs> so, oh, big she has two guns. Two guns. Yeah, oh, she does. so you're saying Jenner so has I, when, I, when they're I saw that too. when they're running. Oh, that guy looks like when they're running toward the right adats. You see Jen Urso with two guns, or Jin yeah, Urso. two guns. Yeah, looks like it. So these adats are looks like they're kind of storming a beach here, storming and the beach. Uh, and there's palm trees. Oh look, there's water so over there. Does anybody see? Water this over can't there. be Yavin Four. We know that because the Empire right. doesn't know about Yavin Four yet. Right. So the different planet. Um, looks cool. Like, though. I'm gonna awesome, go there. Awesome big adats. What is that huge thing sticking up in the middle? It the looks middle? like a like a radar dish or something. Right? Oh yeah, it's that's like right. A, yeah. Yeah, so I, maybe they're trying mean? to. I think there's a, a imperial base there that yep. they're trying to get information out of. Maybe, That's, maybe this is, is where like, they get the Death Star plans from. Old base. Maybe. Who knows? Wait, wait, wait. That's not where they get the Death Star plans from. Where are they gonna get the Death Star plans? They get them from the. They get them from the Death Star. Oh, do you think so? No, 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 no. In Episode Four, they get them from the Death Star. 
No, they, no, Leia has the Death Star plans at the very beginning on the Tatu V4. That's why the Empire is oh, hunting her down. Oh, that's the Death Star. She, put the Death Star she puts the Death Star plans in R2. Oh. And R2 oh, escapes yeah, the Tatooine. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. This so is right before we know that they actually the do get it, which is sad. It's it, sad it's for us sad. because we won't be surprised when right. they get the Death Star plans. So that this is, is true. After Rebels. This is going to take place right after, after Rebels. Yeah, well, we don't know. We don't know how many seasons Rebels is going to have. I'm assuming Rebels will take place before this. I but think it'll take at, place at like the very starting of this. I think it'll end mm, like at the starting of this. Yeah. Well, and Pablo Hidalgo said in the last Rebels Recon that season three of Rebels is going to start looking and feeling more like A New Hope and Rogue One. And there's certain elements that they're going to start having in season three. We know like that what? episodes of season three, at least one episode we know, is written by Gary Whitta, who wrote Rogue One. I didn't so, know that. Oh, sorry. I, I think we, we talked about it a long time ago. No, no, no. Um, we, I, I don't think we did. Anyway. I don't think we have. Okay. All right. Well, we're talking about it now. Yep. Uh, so so there's sure. going to be some elements, I think, from Rebels that will show up in Rogue One and maybe vice versa, right? Maybe some Rogue One stuff is going to show up in Rebels. And, yeah. Daddy. Cool. I, Daddy. I don't like, I wouldn't like that. Daddy. Well, we want to see some of it. It'd be weird if it didn't have any connection, right? Yeah, Liam? Um, look at the AT-AT walkers. Yeah. They're different. How are they different? They have red <gasps> instead of too. another screen. And, and they have red instead of, like, a see-through different screen. Mm-hmm. Also, look on the side. They have Is a that yellow. All? That's yellow. Yep. They, they have do yellow have yellow. red. That's right. They have these yellow panels on the side. Why? That is different. I don't know. On each side, yes, because look mm. at that AT-AT walker. Oh, because yeah. that has that on side. Yeah. I don't know why that is. Whoa. And then they have the red. Maybe they're the keeping something there. Like on or their head, they have the red. Mm. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, that is a little more red, isn't it? Then. Let's look at the Jin Air. Yeah. So, what will you become? Oh, you want to see that again? That final image is just that. stunning. What will you? So she's, she's in some sort of Imperial. You know, is she on the Death Star there? Who knows? Is she undercover as an Imperial? Was she part of the Empire and she left? We don't know. When does this take place in the movie, right? She was part of the Empire. That's what I believe. You think so? What I believe. I don't know if it's true. I just want it to be true. You want it to be true. Okay. A lot of talk about about this trailer. Yeah. And what's that red? Maybe it's a red vibe because that does. (laughs) Oh, Liam. (laughs) And I just turned off the light and stuck her head in. Oh, okay. Because, guys. All right. You're like so into weapons. Yes. Hey, go back. What? Go back. Oh, you want to see her again? Because (laughs) I want to show you because. Yeah, okay. That is a little smaller Mm -hmm. than the holster that is holding the the. Vibrably. So you think if she pulled if she pulled this handle up, this red would go with it, yeah, and it would slide out of her backpack. See, I just don't think like that does not seem like Fly, something. Too vibrant. It doesn't seem like something an imperial would have. So I I think that might be well, something she's else. Not an imperial. But, well, sure, but I mean her she backpack was, does look was, imperial, she right? The thing imperial. she's wearing is imperial. So. <laughs> sorry, Anna. Sorry, Anna. Sorry, Anna. Should we move on? Yes. Should we move on? Yeah. <laughs> I okay. Love that so. Bye, Blade. Yeah. Uh, Dad. And we're gonna have. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we're gonna have. Uh, I, I took a bunch of screenshots so that we can have them on our uh, computer, awesome. and uh, I'll put all of those on on the website also for this episode. I'm or I think I might just do a separate post with just all the screenshots. We'll see. I'm not sure. So, a little bit ago, I took your temperature for Rogue One. Uh-huh. And uh, that was kind of confusing. So we're just going to go scale 1 to 10 this time. Uh, so if if 10 is how excited you were for The Force Awakens, and 1 is just you don't even care and you don't even want to see it, how excited are you now for Rogue One? I'm going to go first. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm going to say 7 and 1 third. <laughs> Liam? Nancy quarters. Wow. I love it. I think I'm going to love it. Yeah. I don't I like like not like, like lightsaber battles. Uh-huh. Well, l- gun battles yeah. in the background. Gun battle, vibrant blade battle, gun battle, vibrant blade ba- battle. Oh. 
Yes, stop, you, stop, stop, you, you, you found a way to say vibroblade again. I'm so happy about that. Staff battle. Staff battle. Vibroblade battle. Gun battle. Boom. <laughs> Grenade battle. Grenade battle. Maybe some droid poppers if there's a like this special forces droid. No more weapons, please. <laughs> oh oh yeah, funny. list all your oh, le- weapons. Vibroblade. Stop. <laughs> stop. So um. If I hear vibroblade one more time, I swear I'm going to like. Mm. I don't know. Well, I think I'm I'm at about a nine, uh, maybe eight and a half, but I am way more excited now. Then I was, and I knew that was going to happen, and I said that was going to happen. I told then what? you, kids. You told me what? I told you once we see the trailer, you're going to be a I, lot more you're excited. Right. Hey, but you were wrong. You were wrong. This the teaser trailer, not the trailer. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> oh, uh-huh. Actually, it might be an eight. Okay. I might be an eight. Yeah, All right. I'm be an eight. Hey, guess what's coming up? An what? Ahsoka novel. Uh, it is about her time after Order sixty six, but before <gasps> Rebels. So, not quite sure. Oh, by E.K. Yeah. Johnston is the author, Woo-hoo. and um, yeah. I mean, we don't know too much about it yet. My assumption is it might have some Darth Maul in it, and then we'll learn why Darth Maul would call Ahsoka uh, <laughs> Ahsoka. <laughs> he might that Maybe might be Ahsoka. that might be her her nick his nickname for her, right? Ahsoka. Ahsoka. But no, he calls her Lady Tano, right? Lady Tano. Yeah. Lady Tano. And I want to know say why. Lady Ahsoka. Lady Ahsoka, I think he said, yeah. Uh, I want to know why. Lady why Sokka does he call her that? And and Dave Filoni did say that if they would have kept making Clone Wars, if Clone Wars wasn't canceled, they would have they would have had more stories with Ahsoka, and one of them would have dealt with Darth Maul, and she and Maul would have met. So they have met in the storyline. We just haven't seen it yet. Mm-hmm. And maybe we'll see it in this novel. We're not sure. We don't really know exactly what it's about yet. Cool. Uh, but super excited about it. It's not being put out by Delray, which puts out like the big novels like Aftermath and Bloodline. Mm-hmm. This one's putting out being put out by Disney Press, which put out the books like um, like Smuggler's Run and uh, Before the Awakening, books like that. Cool. So like Smuggler's Run, Run, um, Weapon of a Jedi, tar- Target, and Weapon of Jedi. Right, right. So I don't like uh, the name Moving Target. No, you Especially don't like that for one. Malaya one. Yeah, you didn't like Moving that. I think target. it should be for hmm. Han and Chewie. Oh, okay. Well, but, but Leia Smuggler. was the target, and she was yeah, moving. I know, but right. Moving target. Yeah, I just, that's I fine. Just don't really like sure. It. Um, that that is okay. Uh, anyway, I'm super excited about this book. So happy that it's coming out. Can't wait to read it. Uh, my assumption is that it won't be like super duper long, like a like a full size novel. Speaking of Ahsoka, Dave Filoni said this at the Re- Rebels season two post show Q and A. He said before Order sixty six, he's saying she's always looking into the Force and being comforted that he is there, that Anakin is there in the Force. When Order sixty six happens, she reaches out to the Force, and Anakin is gone. She cannot sense the presence of Anakin. He is not in the Force. That's because he turned to the dark side. Which he's no means... He's Anakin, he's Darth Vader. Literally. Okay? Like, yes. he's actually not Anakin. I think that's important, and it goes back to a theory that I had had, that how could Kylo Ren have ever talked to Darth Vader? He's asking Vader to show him the dark side. When would Vader have ever showed him anything? Because we know that Vader turns back to Anakin, and Anakin becomes a Force ghost as Anakin, not as Vader, right? Mm-hmm. But I said, what if there's a Vader Force? There's ghost. a Vader Force ghost because Vader is different from Anakin. The same body, but they had different presences if, in the Force. What if there's so, a Force ghost where it's half Anakin, half Darth Vader? But that's gonna happen because there's already one for Anakin. <laughs> right, yes. Uh, but what if the Anakin Force Ghost somehow, you know, has a, a flip side Vader Force Ghost? Who knows? Who knows? Maybe my assumption is that Snoke was pretending to be, you know, use the Force to make Kylo Ren think he was talking to Vader. Because he was manipulating Kylo Ren. He was manipulating Ben. We know that from the novelization. Ben. Good job, Dad. Yep. Ben. And turned him ben. into Kylo Ren. And who destroyed Ben? Because he's weak and foolish like his father. No, no, well, I guess, I guess, no. Stay on target. Wait. 
Stay on target. But anyway, that I just feel like that is possibly a clue, but maybe not. We'll see. So, uh, remember we talked uh, last regular episode about Claudia Gray saying that there's a character from Lost Stars that's going to be in Bloodline? Mm-hmm. Well, she also said in an interview that Brian Young from Full of Sith, the podcast, uh, she, he, uh, that she did with him at the Salt Lake Comic Con, uh, she mm-hmm. said in that interview that a character who is not one of the two main characters in Lost Stars will appear in Chuck Wendig's Aftermath Life Debt. How cool is that? Cool. Oh. It's probably going to be Nash. <laughs> it's probably going to be. It might not be Nash. We'll see. Well, I wonder who else would it be? Would it mm. be like a father or something? I want to read Lost Stars because you talk about it all the time and I have no idea what you're talking about. Uh, in yeah. the podcast. In the podcast. Well, we could read it, Liam. So- yeah, I can read it to you. Read it to you. It's really long, though. It's pretty long. It's so, so um, awesome. So speaking of life debt, they have released an excerpt for that book, which is coming out on July nineteenth. Entertainment Weekly has that excerpt up on their website. I'm just going to read the opening crawl, basically, which I assume is kind of be the opening crawl to the book. Yeah. Uh, but go check it out for yourself on Entertainment Weekly. Uh, ew.com and i'll also link to the excerpt on our show guide for this episode on children of the so here's the opening crawl the galaxy is changing and with peace now a possibility some dare to imagine new beginnings and new destinies for han solo that means settling his last outstanding debt by helping chewbacca liberate the wookiees homeworld of kashyyyk meanwhile nora buxley and her band of Rebels pursue Admiral, Admiral Ray Sloan and the remaining Imperial leadership across the galaxy. Sloan, increasingly wary of the mysterious fleet Admiral, desperately searching for searches for a means to save the crumbling Empire from oblivion. Even as Empire, even as Imperial forces fight to regain lost ground, Princess Leia and the New Republic seek to broker. A lasting peace. But the rebels' hunt for Admiral Sloan is cut short after the disappearance of Han Solo and Chewbacca. Desperate to save them, Leia constrips Nora, Sinjir, Joss, and the rest of their team to find the missing smugglers and help them in their fight for the freedom. Cool. Yeah. So this group of rebels who hunt down the Imperial leadership have to take a break. And try to go help Han and Chewie. Yeah, so I I really like that. I think this brings up something that we talked about a little bit ago, too, about uh, Han Solo settling his last debt. Like, he has a debt to Chewbacca and not the other way around, right? Um, And what debt does Han have to Chewie? Is it just because Chewie was helping him all that time? Or or did Chewie save Han's life and he has a debt to help Chewie liberate his world? I think it just feels like he needs to help Chewie because... I, I think that he did that Chewie did something great for him, hmm. and he just felt like he had to help him. Sure, like it's a debt that he feels he has, yes. even though Chewie probably doesn't say he has it. Right? right. Yeah, yeah, I think it could so. be. Um, yeah. So anyway, I, I'm really looking forward to this book. Uh, I really loved the characters of Nora, Sinjir, and Jass. Now you guys don't know really who they are all that much. Uh, also, Nora's son, uh, Temin, Snap. Mm-hmm. Right, Snap Wexley. Uh, and in this excerpt, Snap is in it, and it's pretty awesome. They don't call him Snap yet. Maybe in this book we'll find out why his nickname is Snap. That'd be kind of cool. <laughs> All no, right, let's no. head on over to Canon News. The Canon News song, yeah. The Canon News song, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Speaking of Aftermath, I was reading through, I was, I was inspired by uh, uh, Tarkin's Top Shelf, which is a podcast that reviews new canon literature and they went when they reviewed aftermath they went through the book and they talked about most of the interludes which are like the little like almost really small short stories within the story that don't have to do with the main plot and uh when i was reading through i noticed this thing that i thought was just really interesting that i don't think i really caught last time uh the first time i read it it is an interlude that takes place on Cloud City, and there's some rebels who are kind of breaking into this other person's apartment. Anyway, so this person whose apartment they're breaking into says, I've seen the holovids. You have too. Palpatine is alive and well on Coruscant, and... 
And then the rebels cut him off and they say, he's just a stand-in, a proxy, an actor. And the other person says, no, more rebel lies. And then the rebels say, we've done the comparison. The vids don't match. This person in the dark robes isn't Palpatine. Different chin, different gestures, a poor facsimile, which means copy. Oh, okay. Copy. So this place plays after the Emperor dies, right? And the, you know, the, the Empire is trying to convince people the Emperor is still alive. And they're using a double, someone who looks like him, to try to convince people that he's still alive and that he didn't die. I find that really interesting. You know, they dress him up in dark robes. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. I don't know. This is something really interesting. Gives a little bit of insight into how the Empire was right after the Death Star exploded. Yeah, it is very interesting. Though. Yeah. So I, I want a short story about this person who is pretending to be the Emperor. Me too. <laughs> I want to know who that was and what happened to them. <laughs> right? Mm -hmm. That That's just, that's amazing to me. Uh, and like whether or not they had to go through makeup. Like, did this person have to sit and get these wrinkles put on their face to make them look like the emperor and I don't know. Really interesting. All right. Well, let's go have a joke. <laughs> Laugh it up, fuzzball. Actually, we're going to have jokes today. Uh, Chris from Star Wars Kids Cast uh, sent me a bunch of jokes and this is a kind of a, a line of jokes that uh that he sent that i really really thought was funny uh who's the richest man in the first order who i don't know general bucks <laughs> oh my gosh <laughs> who is the tallest man in the first order um, no i have no idea general know. ducks is this just going to be general somethings <laughs> who is the biggest hockey fan in the first order i don't know general pucks oh my gosh it's like a rhyming joke. <laughs> Who is the grossest man in the First Order? Let me guess. General something. General yucks. Oh my gosh. <laughs> okay, these are hilarious, oh, but still. <laughs> they're grown worthy. I think that's it. Uh, can yeah, I, can that's, I, it. Oh. that's it. <laughs> you can open your eyes. You're closing your eyes because you're too tempted to read the show note. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. So... Well, thank you again, Chris, for sending those jokes. I think next week we will have one more joke from Chris from Star Wars Kids Cast. So, well, let's head on over to the question and answer council. The question and answer council, where we ask questions and answer them. It's the question and answer council. It's the question and answer council. Asher has sent us a question. Yay! And he did it with a voicemail, so let's give it a listen. Cool. Hi, children of the force. I'm Asher. Or I'm the one who called you before saying your podcast was great. I'm eight years old. I have a question for the question and answer council. What's your favorite Star Wars theme? Cantina theme, Luke's theme, Ray's theme, Darth Vader's theme, or the whole movie theme? All right. So I know, I know. he gave us some choices. I know, I know. Liam? Wait, can we only do those? Oh, I think he'd be okay if you picked something, can something different. Can we do different. the Emperor's theme? The Emperor's theme? Yeah, the Emperor's theme. Wow. It's How about awesome. you, Anna? Um, mine? I don't know. That's hard. I'm going to mm. pick I'm gonna pick Darth Vader's. Yeah? Yeah. The Imperial March? Actually, I don't know. I'm tied between Rays and Darth Vader's. Wow. Yeah. All right. Those are both really good. Well, that, that's cool. Um, I think I'm going to have to go with... Um, I think that of of those options, I would have to go with I uh, just the main theme, right? Just the the opening, you know, Star yeah, Wars opening crawl. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't know. It's just it's so there. It's so iconic. It's so uh, pervasive. It's you know, um, but 
I love all of them. I mean, the music is so much a part of Star Wars, and it's just so... Um, I mean, I, I think we said in the last episode, one of the ones that I've been uh, whistling the most <laughs> has been the Resistance, Resistance the March of the Resistance, and uh, you know, that's up there too. Um, but yeah, that's a hard, that's a hard one to pick. Let's hear what uh, Asher picked. Mine is the Cantina theme. May the Force be with you. Bye. Yeah, the Cantina theme is awesome also. Um, yeah, I really like the Cantina theme, but I just had to go with Ray and Vader's mm, theme because yeah. those are really awesome. Yeah, totally. Totally awesome. Well, thank you so much, Asher, for that question. Yeah, that, I love that. I love that way of submitting questions. So if anyone else wants to submit any voicemail questions, that would be awesome. Or if you have an answer to asher's question you could send us the answer via voicemail and we'll we'll play it on the next uh podcast episode and uh that would be uh what is it speakpipe.com slash children of the force is how you can leave us a voicemail so go and do that all right well and you guys know what it's time for no 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 you don't no well it's not time for I really should think of these before I yeah, say it. Sure. Yeah, it's not time for me to not come up with something to say. It's time for. It's <laughs> time for. Stump the lump. Lump lump lump. So you know the droid that alerts the first order. That they, that Han Solo has, that has BB-8 in Maz's castle. Oh, alerts the resistance. Yes, yeah, that's yep, what I yep, said. Yep. That, that, that's what I meant. That's what yep, I meant. Yep. What is that number? Oh, what's the name of that droid? It has letters and numbers. That's the only thing that you get. Uh, GH-47? GA-97. GA-97? Yeah. Ah, you were so close. I got the so first close. and the last one, but not the two middle. G H eighty seven. Yeah, forty seven. G A ninety seven. All right. G A ninety seven. You're off by. You're off by. You're the lump. You're off by like thirty yeah. two. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm the lump. So you're the lump. Sorry, it's becoming, Daddy. It's becoming a trend. You should pick one for us. That's kind of easy. So. Oh, well, well, should I? Not easy for us, but easy for you. Hmm, we'll see. Maybe next time. All right. So well, we um, for once. this episode is getting kind of long. Uh, we got a really great email from Nick uh, from London again. Another Snoke theory. But you know what? We're going to wow, save that. Wow, they have lots of Snoke oh, theories. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I love it. Uh, but we're going to save that one for next week because our episode's getting really long. But we are definitely going to talk about it. Uh, and, uh, yeah. So, and thanks again, Nick, for sending that. And we will, like I said, get to it next week. Uh, he also sent a question about Legends that we'll probably get to the week after that. Or maybe next week we'll just do both of those and that could be our, our whole episode. I don't know. Um, we'll see if there's a bunch of news coming out. Maybe another Rogue One trailer will come out without us having any idea it's going to come out. And we'll Yay! have to talk about that one again for that an one, hour. That would I don't be awesome. Know. Well, not another Rogue One trailer. Oh. That was just a teaser. Oh, goodness. All right. (laughs) (laughs) You are monsters that I created, I guess. Yes. Wait, 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 wait. You created? I created you. Yeah. I was partially responsible for it. All right. So thank you. We're not going to get into the details. All right. Thank you for listening to episode 33 of Children of the Force. If you would like to reach out to us online, you can contact us via Twitter. At Force Children. On Facebook, we are Children of the Force. Our email is forestchildren at gmail.com. And our website is www.childrenoftheforce.com. Nice. While, you're, <laughs> while you are on our website, click on the link on the left-hand side of the page that says Send Children of the Force a voicemail, and that'll take you to a SpeakPipe page, which you can also get to just by typing speakpipe.com slash children of the force, and you can leave us a voicemail there from the comfort of your computer. As Chancellor Palpatine would say, Do it. And finally, 
please leave us a review on iTunes or Stitcher or anywhere else you listen to us. Doing so will make it easier for more people to find us. And, uh, you know, if you leave a bad review, then Kylo Ren is going to call you a... Traitor! Oh, and F1... FN2199. I thought it was FN2199. I thought it was FN2199. FN2199? Uh, yeah, or is it 2099? I always I forget. I think it's 2199. Yeah, I think you're yeah. right. He'll also call you a traitor. Yeah, yeah. I'll also call you a traitor. Yeah. Totally, totally. Or just nine. Yeah. Okay, we didn't even do the way the force be with you yet. No, that's true. We haven't, because I'm checking on something. <laughs> what I'm checking on is we had that contest. Uh, and we said that whoever was the first person to leave us an iTunes review and in that review include the name, uh, then they would, uh, get a, uh, digital code for all five issues of the Chewbacca miniseries. It's part of the new Canon, really great, uh, series really fun read and i'm going to itunes right now to see if anyone has done that yet and nobody has what? all right it's still up it's still it's still up so someone leave that itunes review with and uh, you can google that you'll, you'll find out how it's spelled so leave that review and uh we'll give you that digital code you can read it on your device or you can just read it on your computer uh, you can re- read it using the Marvel digital app or Comixology. Uh, there's, you know, different ways to read it, but the code will work for either of those ways. So, yeah, leave us that review. We would love to give away those codes. All right, for Children of the Force, I'm Al. I'm Anna. I'm Liam. You made me snort. <laughs> You made me snort. <laughs> Is that your fake laugh? All right, no. And <laughs> may the force be with